Good evening guys, welcome po sa ating episode ngayong gabi ng ating Facts First Podcast. Ako po si Christian Esquera. I hope nasa mabuti po kayang kalagayan <laughs> dahil malakas po yung ulan kanina. No? And uh, it's very unfortunate na marami po tayong mga kababayan na nasa lanta. So sana po ay uh, maging mabilis po yung recovery ng ating mga kababayan at sana po ay uh, maging ano, ligtas po tayong lahat. Mubo lang ako. Okay. Ang pag-uusapan po natin ngayong gabi, yung pong uh, plano ng uh, Bongbong Marcos administration regarding po sa sektor ng agrikultura, ito pa rin po yung pagpapatuloy ng, ng paghimay po natin doon po sa mga binanggit ni Pangulong Marcos noong lunes sa kanyang ikalawang State of the Nation address. So a big chunk of his speech was devoted to talking about the agriculture sector dahil alam niyo naman po, uh, higit isang taon na po si President Marcos na siya rin pong nakaupo bilang secretary ng Department of Agriculture. So hindi po ito yung unang beses sa pag-uusapan natin yung kanyang uh, pagkakaluklok ng sarili niya doon po sa napaka-importanteng cabinet position or cabinet department which is the Department of Agriculture. So pag-uusapan natin bakit ba lagana pang kahirapan lalo po sa agriculture sector. Dahil pag dinignan niyo po yung datos sa Philippine Statistics, uh, Statistics Authority as of 2021, ang pinakamahihirap na sektor po mangingisda at saka magsasaka. Poverty incidence sa mga mangingisda, 30.6% at sa mga magsasaka, 30%. So hindi po sekreto yan, magugugal nyo yan. Bakit ganun po yung situation? So pag-uusapan po natin yung gabi, paano ba maiaangat yung uh, ating mga kababayan dito po sa sektor ng agrikultura? Ano ba yung mga dapat gawin? At tama po ba yung strategiya ng pamahalaan? So ngayong gabi, makakasama po natin ang isang eksperto pagdating po dito sa issue ng agrikultura Napakahaba po ng kanyang uh, int- ano <laughs> ng kanyang resume okay pero papakilala ko na lang po muna sa siya sa inyo bilang isang agricultural economist I'd like to welcome to our program uh tinanong natin inaayos pa niya yung camera niya no ito na okay I'd like to welcome to our program si uh, Sir Pablito Villegas magandang gabi po sir and thank you for joining us dito po sa Fox First Hi sir Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, Christian. Uh, it's a an honor to be with you, uh, oh. idol uh, announcer, no, or <laughs> broadcaster. So <laughs> hopefully we'll have a good talk, huh? Sige, yeah. sir, irao. Medyo mahina internet nyo, no? Bilisan natin, paspasan natin para <laughs> baka sumahabit pa. Okay. Una natin pag-usapan, bakit ba matindi yung level ng kahirapan dito sa agriculture sector? Ano ba yung pinaka-problema talaga? Well, talagang malaki ang problema natin kasi ang poverty rate natin so far 25% ng ating population ay may kahirapan, no? So but this is the urban and the, the, the rural, no? Ngayon, ang 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 urban poor, 13% uh, mabababa siya but it is terrible that uh, and it's very unfortunate, my friend, na 36% ang rural poverty rate natin. So, ngayon, sabi alam mo, ang uh, malaking problema dyan, yung, uh, I would say, the dysfunctionality of our national agricultural economy. Uh, uh, ang agriculture natin is in a doldrum. Talagang napakasama ng, ng takbo ng ating agrikultura. Pero hindi naman, hindi naman dahil yan sa, sa pangkasalukuyang administrasyon. Kundi yan ay binana natin. Natatanda ko, alam mo, ang aking, uh, aking may papaliwanag na sa iyo, inaabot ko at nagsilbi ako doon sa matandang uh, Marcos. Eh. 
when I was a uh, technical assistant of uh, Secretary Arturo Bongtanko, no? Uh, but mm. even before that, I, I was uh, employed at UP. I was working already with them, uh, Dean uh, Cesar Virata of the mm. UP College of Business Administration. Then from mm. UP, uh, they, uh, the, 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 the second month was uh, Department of Agriculture. And then uh, I worked with Tanko. And kami uh, rin yung pagdating ko, kasi nahawa ko muna, I was... Uh, hired basically to strengthen or introduce within the DA yung concept ng agribusiness because during that time, DA is purely agri uh, production, no? So wala yung kamote po, paano ba natin gawing agribusiness ang agriculture o paano ba tayo magkaroon ng uh, malaking pagkita or makadevelop ng mga agro-based industries uh, based on, uh, on agriculture. So yun yung gusto ni Mr. Tanko. And that happened also at the start of the, the President Marcos administration. So noon, ang agri... Well, nagkawal pa nga, inilounce ni, ni President Marcos yung masagana na ito. Of course, it's controversial. Marami, depends on yeah. uh, many points of view. But the, the main thing there is na, na, na prove niya na we can produce, we can be self-reliant, self-sufficient in rice. And even to, to, at a certain stage, we were importing rice, no? Unlike now, na talagang sagad na sagad, we are importing too much rice to the tune of 3 to 4 million na tons a year. So, nakakahiya talaga. Ang agrikultura kung ganyan tayo. And yet, uh, we are bragging, we have about 14 million uh, uh, hectares of land, no? Nang pwede natin taniman. So, hmm. kung mahirap, uh, makita mo, bakit mahirap ang magsasaka? Mahirap ang magsasaka sapagkat ang magsasaka natin ay exploited and oppressed. Sila ang, uh, at the end of the, you know, yung, in the total uh, scheme of things, ang magsasaka pag bumili, katawag ko dyan yung, the farmers are victims of cost price squeeze. No. When I say that, ibig sabihin yan, pagbili mo ng import, mahal na mahal. Pagbili mo ng, pag nagbili ka naman ng output, napakamura. So you can see here, parang may, may punyan na nakatutok sa taglira na magsasaka, o kung hindi man sa kanyang leg, at tusok siya both ways. So yun yung tinatawag mo na, uh, at the moment, the oppression and exploitation of the farmers has been going on in the last 50 years. So, and that is very saddening to say the least. So, okay. Ang, okay. ang, ang, ang agrikultura din, o sige, uh, ma, uh, baka maroon kang gustong isingit, uh, Yeah, gusto ko isingin, so mali, malinaw naman, ano? so umbaga, kalaban nila yung mismong sistema at struktura. Pero curious yes. lang ako, no? kasi hindi naman bago itong pinag-uusapan po natin. Ano? Nasabi nyo nga, nung palang naglingkod kayo dun sa unang Marcos administration, and even before, no? kaya nga ito yung ugat ng, ano, eh, ng rebellion, di ba? Hilupa. Pero bakit yeah. parang over the years, but parang hindi ganun katindi yung improvement na dapat nakikita natin? Kasi yung problema malinaw naman, di ba? Pero bakit yung solution parang papatay-patay? Well, ang actually, ang, uh, ang kailangan natin ng ekonomiya really is, sabi nga ni, ni President Marcos, uh, ni Pano, noong una, at ni Secretary Tanko, kasi yun na natutunan ko sa kanya, at agriculture goes, so goes the nation. So, kung agriculture is in the doldrum, the nation also will be in the doldrum, or weak-weak nation tayo, particularly in food uh, security no? and poverty incidents. So, ang, ang malaking problema kasi is uh, 
hindi fair ang playing field eh. So, you have a situation. Then, number one. Number two, we are a country which is vulnerable. Well, now we call it climate change vulnerabilities, but typhoon, during that time, we call it typhoons, floods, etc. In fact, mm -hmm. that's why uh, nung mag-launch kami, nung 19, uh, pabalik ako galing Amerika, 1974, the, the whole Central Luzon was flooded eh. So, but you know, ang, 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 ang pagmamalaki mo nung panahon ni President Marcos noon, pag kumilos ang bureaucracy, pumitid, natatandang ko yung kami, nag, sabi, ng, uh, sabi ni, ni President Marcos, oh, Pwede ba ito, Bong? How do, what, what will happen? Uh, so, hindi namin alam. So, sabi ni, sabi ni, now, ni Undersecretary Panganiba, nung, nung kasama ko siya noon, bata pa kami noon, sabi niya, well, you can tell the President that we will make the Central Luzon green again in uh, 30 days. My goodness, that's a tall order. So, how do we do that? So, makita mo doon on how we move. Naka, pumunta kami ng Central Luzon hanggang lampas na hanggang uh, lampas na sa may dibdib yung aming mga dalat dalat ng bagay namin punta kami sa Bureau Plant Industry we set up our base of operation there and then lahat mga seeds dyan ng palike mga seeds ng munggo lahat ng klase na magpapagreen and then we mobilized we planted we, we mobilized the farmers yun yung yun yung problema isa eh na na, na ulang tayo ng ng na capacity to organize, to mobilize, and to implement, uh, you know, uh, like like agriculture, we call it rehabilitation program. So, in, so yun yung ibig ko sabihin. Pagkatapos, nagsimula na nga yung, yung konsepto ng irrigation. Marcos, hmm. uh, during Marcos years, 1.3 million hectares. E ngayon, halos, ganun ba, malapil na kailan, mga 1.7, mga less than 2 million hectares ang ating irrigated, ano? So, we we are lying. Remember uh, when was that? Seventy five to, to to 2015. It's almost forty years ago. So mm -hmm. and ganito pa rin ang sitwasyon because pangalawa walang walang puhunan dumadating sa magsasaka. Walang puhunan mm -hmm. na dumadating sa magsasaka. Pagkatapos pagdating ng marketing kontrolado ng mga trader ang market. Yung mm -hmm. sabi ko sa iyo, uh, uh, hindi fair ang, 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 ang playing field. So paano? Paano makakao na magsasaka na sa kalsya, sa farm input, sa kalsya, wala siyang puna, wala pambili, nag, uh, biktima siya ng 5-6, biktima siya ng 1. So these are continuing uh, saga of uh, the poor farmer in the Philippines. Okay. Yeah. Inya, sir. Yan oh, yung, kumbaga, yun na naman sa mga masakang istorya. Plus ni Calamities. Salamat sa pagkakalatag, sir. Ha? Although hindi nga po, tulad ng binanggit ko kanina, hindi naman sekreto yung mga binabanggit nyo. Alam ng marami yes. yan, lalo na sa sektor na yan. No? Ang tanong ko, bakit patuloy exploitation? For instance, diba, yung, yung uh, inability to quickly and properly modernize the sector. Diba, hanggang ngayon, naiiwan pa rin tayo, for instance. Tapos number two, pera po ba talaga yung problema, Pondo? Kasi every year, pag tinanong po natin yung national budget natin, talagang binubuhusan ng salapi yung agriculture department, tibo pa? Hindi, less than one eh. Napakaliit na pumupunta sa agriculture department actually as a percent of the total budget. Uh, wala oh. pa siyang uh, 1%. Eh. Dapat siguro naroon man tayo sana sa mga 2%. So, which means tripling it. No, but tama ka. There is mismanagement. Very, very, very clear a mismanagement. There is corruption. Very, very clear yan. 
uh, as you you have seen the fertilizer scandal oh, napakarami uh-huh. the the lahat ng mga infrastructure scandals farm to market road scandal maraming iskandalo na nag-uugat uh, well i'm happy na to hear uh, uh, yung uh, kagabi yung kagabi uh, ba yung, yung sa corruption mo so Opo. part of the blame is really uh, being uh, yung uh, yung corruption at saka yung mismanagement ng agricultural operation so so hindi at hindi nakasynchronize it's not the department of agriculture is alone hindi tayo pwede mag, mag industrialization without uh, department of trade and industry hindi tayo pwedeng mag uh, magkaroon ng modernization in technology kung hindi mo kasama ang DOST hindi mo kasama ang state universities and colleges so so yung concept para bang yung department of agriculture ang ang lagi ng uh, weeping boy of course Uh, there is there are problems also within sabi mo problem of governance problem of corruption problem of uh, agricultural administration at isa pa yung batas yung batas ng uh, yung republic of 8435 modernization clearly specify na, na kasama ko doon eh, advisor din ako ni Juanone eh, ni Salis Cudero eh at hmm. nakalagay doon talaga yung area development approach ang mahirap kasi yung commodity that's why another malady we put all our money in rice and corn. So ngayon, mm-hmm. and yet we are mismanaging that. We, as I told you, we are subject to the baggage of NATO. Hindi naman tayo kagaya ng Thailand na, mga, na sila mga river basin yung katatayon niya. Uh, including Cambodia, including Laos, I have been uh, working there under the United Nations. So iba yung sitwasyon doon. The problem there is water. Samantala tayo dito, ang ating problema is inadequacy of water at the right time. But we can have so much water, but we can have also drought situation. So, ang isa pa dyan, uh, yung area development of prosabat, ang planning mo, tuminga ang, ang pinakamaganda, kasi ako, nasanay, ako sa, nasanay din ako sa Modern Agriculture Organization. Ang concept ko namin doon, kalimian, yung area, yung sustainable planning nila, long term. Kagaya ang bawa, punta ko ng Indonesia, they call it repelita. Continuing. So, you, you talk of, say what? will agriculture be in the year 2050? Eh tayo rito, mm. <laughs> five years, three years. At the same time, the other major problem is the devolution. Sinabi nga ni, ni Sela Bito sa inyo, eh, na Uh-oh. binigyan natin, dinibolve natin yung ating extension services. Kaya nung una, yun ang aming strength, eh, na kontrolado namin noon yung agriculture extension. So pag kumumpasitan ko, sunod dyan kay baba. Eh ngayon, kahit ang kumumpasit si Mr. Marcos dyan, kontrolado ng LGU and where are Kasi the extension market? They are no longer competent. Kap- uh, although marunong yung programa na yung uh, provincial led agriculture P- and fishery extension ser- system, but uh, how fast can we implement it? So mal- mm-hmm. malaki ang malaki ang problema kita na itinulutin ang devolution. Ngayon, sabi nga ni na, pumasok naman yung Kimandana's law, no? Ang problema uh-huh. naman dyan sa Mandana's law na fully devolved nga, kulang pa rin naman yung pondo. So the, the, oh, the, the problem really with devolution is the inadequacy of funds. Okay. Sir, excuse lang ha. Explain ko lang ng konti sa mga viewers natin tsaka sa listeners. Baka hindi sila makasunod dahil expert na expert okay. sa topic. Yung binabanggit na sir na Mandana's ruling, ito yung uh, mas malaki yung makukuhang, uh, tao dito, uh, share. Pondo. Local, government, oh, yes, yes. local governments doon sa national revenues. Kumbaga, mas lalaki yung kanilang ira, yung internal revenue okay. allotment. 
Okay. Dahil by ano yan, yan po yung decision ng Supreme Court. Okay? Yes. So, dapat malaki ang pondo nila, no? Starting, kailan ba? Last year na yata, no? Not, not just this year. Starting last year. No, hindi pa talaga na-implement, ha? In reality. Kasi hmm. marami pa mga conditionalities, eh. Talaga nagagawa. Oo. Okay. Ito, sir. Okay. Hello? Ito naman, puntahan yes, natin. Yes, I'm so, Nakakaano kasi, no? Nakaka-depress pag puro problema pinag-uusapan natin. Pag-uusapan natin yes, mga sure. solusyon, no? Solusyon, no? Ito yung tanong ko sa inyo. May nakikita po ba kayong malinaw na plano under the current administration para i-address po itong mga problema ang inilatag niyo? Hindi, ito. Ang, ang una sa lahat, edi inuna. Ang gusto ni Mr. Marcos, gayahin yung kanyang tatay, no? Na masagana. No? Maraming witnesses yung masagana nung pangyayon. At hindi nga yung value-oriented, oriented lang yun eh. At the same time, it has created a lot of problems. Eh, ang problema kasi ng masagana na itinindot is the Green Revolution approach. Na ang ginawa natin, of course, in the first beginning, yung pagdating mo ng mga, na pag-apply mo ng fertilizer, then, di, di, kasi as an economist, yung productivity mo, nagra-rise up, but you have a, if you are an economist, marunong kang natawag na production function. It is increasing at increasing rate, then pumunta sila, nagpa-plato siya, and decreasing at a, the decreasing rate, eventually reducing na. So, ganun na nangyari sa ating mga soils. is one reason. Productivity. That's why nung panahon ni, ni Sani Scudero, I was also his senior advisor, no? Ang Coach Scudero. Eh, yun ang tanong niya. Uh, Mr. Billy, I was uh, tinawag niya ako from my FAO uh, consulting, no? Sa abroad. Sabi niya, tulungan mo ako. So, sabi ko, sabi niya, una, isa sa mga tanong niya, bakit ika ang ating productivity nag 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 nagpaplato nagpaplato during that in 19 uh, I was there with him in 1996 yeah yung yung si Scudero pano ni Marco ni ni Ramos nagpaplato siya because yung sabi ko sa iyo that our soil have, have reached a point of has already followed the law of diminishing return meaning yeah, yeah. naging degraded na ng ating soil etc so anong solusyon namin doon ito solusyon ang solusyon that's also being adopted now by Marcos is yung tinatawag namin balanced fertilization. Kasi the soil organic matter, yung, yung taba, yung yaman ng lupa, na ubos na. Namatay na, mamatay na yung lupa natin. Because of continuing application of chemicals, agrochemicals, yun. Hindi na nagkakaroon ng mga namarong uh, nutrient fixation, etc. So that's a complicated thing. But the point is, inakailangan ibalik mo yung organic matter content, bring it up to, to a level of about... Uh, na less than 0.5 na ngayon ito eh, at least 1 2 and 1.5% and technically in agriculture yan. so yun yung ginawa namin at itinakita ni ng Bureau of Soils no kasama namin si Roger Concepcion director na pwede pa lang pababain ang cost of production by 10 to 15% and yet the, the productivity can be increased by the same or higher so but you need to apply now a, a huge amount of organic fertilizer. So, yeah. Mm. So, na, so more or less, yan yung, sabi mo, halikan natin yung, yung ano bang gagawin ni, ni Marcos. That, that's one of the things that Marcos was saying and that is a correct uh, move. Ngayon, ang problema ngayon, paano mo implement yung masagana? So, incidentally, Leo Sebastian is my junior, uh, you know, brother in the UP Vanguard. So, na-Vanguard kami. So, nung... Uh, na na liberate siya, nanabasan. Na, na so, Marcos uh, called him again and sabi niya, o sige, huwag kami itong rice program. 
binigyan niya ng 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 marching order si 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 Mr. Si si US si Yusek Sebastian. So, tinulungan nakatulong ako doon sa kanya kasi sabi ko, Leo, ang hindi mo magagawa yan kasi kung ang kinakailangan approach natin ngayon ay hindi production. Hindi yan ang iyong expertise. Kinakailangan lagyan mo ng yung production, agriculture 'yon. Lagyan mo ng agribusiness, kita 'yon, palaki mo. Ni ni ko ayo kita nang nang ganon, sabi ni Sheila dito. At pangatlo, meron tayong value addition all the way, yung value chain. So ngayon mm-hmm. makita mo, uh, ang ang tawag ko doon ay triple A strategy. We are able to incorporate that as number four strategy to sa masagana rice industry development. Okay. Hello. Medyo sumabit yun. Oh, hello sir. Can you hear me? Oh, medyo nag- okay lang? Pakiulit lang yung, ano, yung AAA approach kasi sayang eh. Yung napaka-importante. The, the AAA approach now is how you effectively handle or, or the the aspect of agriculture. So, pag sinabi mo kasing agriculture, that is production, that is technology, yes. that is um, nakapokus ka doon. Yung tatlo. Hmm. Pag nagsabi mong agribusiness, yun naman nakatuto ka sa income. Income, how do you make Ang problema ganito eh. Farmers natin, sabi mo nga, ang, ang threshold dito, sabi nila 12,000. Actually, the United Nations threshold income is 15,000 a month. So at the moment, mm-hmm. para ng farmer, if productivity in, on, on agriculture willing able now to 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 generate an income level of at least uh, more than 15,000 to be begin is 180,000 a year per farm. Mm. You know, 150,000 plus. Yeah, that's about 180,000 uh, per family. So, ang, ang approach dyan, mo siya na ang, ang, ang strategy mo will be not only rice, but what can go with rice in mm. terms of intensification for productivity, but diversification, pwede mo samahan niya kagaya ng ginagawa nung nindulus namin sa yung ginawa niya sa sa sa, sa Espela where immediately after rice we, they were overseeding with uh, with mongo and you can just imagine three seven million seven thousand hectares with one ton lang at 50 pesos lang that's 350 million so you can just imagine the impact of a of, of diversification plus oh. pwede mo lang isama kung wala ka ng chemical pwede mo lang isama ang fish farming in, is with rice mm-hmm. farming o kaya pwede mo lagyan ng duck So you you are practically having three or more enter- rice-based enterprise plus magtatanim ka ng gulay, magbagakaroon ka ng poultry, magkakaroon ka ng na, tawag natin on sa farm mo. Anong pwede mong gawin outside the farm but within your yung off farm say livestock, yung fish, generally of farm yan tawag yan eh, no? Livestock. At pangatlo, ano yung employment na magagawa given the the trust on employment? infrastructure development. So, a farm family na to generate more than 15,000 a month farm, what you do a farm, uh, off farm, yung outside the, the rice field, etc., and non-farm income. Ganyan yung approach. Practically nga, nung nasa landbank ako, when I was vice president, as early as 1988, I already designed a program on, on, on a family-based farming system 
nagsisayin ko yan, in a computerized mode already. But unfortunately, I retired very early, nag-retire na ako kagad, at age of 40, nagpunta ako ng United Nations. So, yun yung, mm. so hindi ko na nagsustain yung passion na yun. But, when we were at the land, so, makita mo, pagdating mo naman ng agribusiness, punta ka, tatalo ka. Kung nag-surplus ka ng kamatis, nag-surplus ka ng, ng uh, sa sibuyas, na ano gagawin, nag-surplus ka ng uh, kalabasa, ano gagawin mo? Ipoprocess mo siya or i-store mo siya so that the shelf life can be improved. Now, when I was in the land bank, I was handling practically 30% of onion production because I was uh, financing practically historian, safety guy, also in private like PYP in the agro-industries, I was a director there. Kasi we, yan nga pala. So sa agro-industrialization, private sector led na yan. For example, also, during that time, dahil rice-based, corn-based, for example, nakita mo yung what do we do in Pangasinan. Yung Pangasinan, at saka yung Tarlac, normally, pulang ang irigasyon dyan. So what do you do now? Ay normally, alam mo, ang aming contest, kinakalangan makakulekta kami ng malaki sa aming pautang. Pangalawa, kinakalangan makakulekta kami doon sa land amortization, particularly mabuti. Ngayon, binigay na sa magsasakayan. So, I need to to make sure that farmers will be able to engage in diversified farming system. So, pumasok na doon, sa halip na rice, tanim na kami ng, nag-diversify na kami sa corn, diversify kami sa iba't iba, yung peanuts, mungo, lahat na. And, So during the, yung mga including yung singkamas and etc no and sweet potato like yan taro so yun yung ginawa namin sa central so and up to now you see that the bulk of it has become now an institutionalized kaya yung after rise ng center ng Tarlac and Pangasinan makita mo doon that the that corn growing is all over the place so yung okay. so ngayon ang agro-based industry naman value in the uh, value addition na diyan so what do you do now like onion Lagi mo sa storage. Like kalabasa, sumari, may process mo in a form that you can use also for addressing malnutrition of children. No? Kamote and other things. Or even export. Like coconut. They, 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 they are the... Many, many other things can be done following that model of integrating closely the, the, agri the, the agriculture component, which is the production, productivity, objective, the agribusiness component which is the 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 income objective link up with with credit markets and and management system and thirdly the agribusiness industries so that the surplus uh, uh, can can be can be uh, processed can be put into higher value form that can be consumed by our population rather than importing imagine hello nawawala yata si sir Even raw materials now, agro-based industries are being imported. Did you get okay. that? Oh, Even the raw materials needed by our agro-based industries are... Kasi imported. ang problema, wala tayong... Hindi natin nadidevelop yung homegrown industries eh, that is linked up with this, with this oh. uh, production and, and agribusiness system. So yun. Oh. So yun yung, okay. yung how the AAA, hopefully... If, if uh, we, we do it well in rice, we'll also uh, improve the, the chances of, of improving our, the levels of agricultural productivity, the levels of farmers okay. to stimulate agro-based industries. Yes, na, yes, na, yes, 
Yes sir, I got yeah. it. Ito bago bago ko po kayo pakawalan no kasi medyo limited na yung time natin. Meron na akong two issues na lang na gusto po i-take up sa inyo. Pero bago 'yon, may nagsasuggest okay. dito dapat daw kayo na maupo sa Department of Agriculture eh. <laughs> uh, okay, last last two siguro issues, sa akin 'yan. Ah, <laughs> uh, happy, happily retired na si Sir. Eh. Although si Sir ano, pag ni-research yung background niya, ano siya, mentor sa Go negosyo. So marami siyang natutulungan. Okay, last two issues na gusto ko i-take up sa inyo. Number one, anong tingin niyo ron sa pangako ni President Marcos na ibababa sa 20 pesos per kilo po yung rice? Kaya po ba 'yan? Ako, <laughs> alam mo 'yan. Kung kung sa kaya kayang gawin. But whether you can do it nationally, eh, that's an issue. Because, yung nga sabi ko sa iyo, eh, the problem is how do you, ito ang tawag ko dyan, is you are able to bring down a delivery system with supporting mechanism, credit, market, access, technology, uh, uh, bringing it down. Yan yung sabi ni Kwane, yan yung top down. But, bibing ka yan eh. But, if you are not able to mobilize, you are not able to strengthen your receiving mechanism, may delivery, may receiving. You cannot put a square peg on a round hole, so to speak. So there must be integration there. And that is really where the problem is. The problem of execution is the biggest hurdle of PBBM, Junior. Now, ang masasabi ko lang dyan, for example, I, 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 it is important for the President to make sure that a level playing field can be had can then operate at the grassroots level. Ngayon, for example, given the fact that yung even yung reform uh, communities, malaki rin yung agrarian reform communities, sakop yung mga reform, if we can move that, and it is easier to mobilize that in a clustered, in a consolidated manner, so maybe areas, makapokus ka lang dyan, I think you can reduce, you, and you, you, you put in the balanced fertilization, you can you can bring the level of productivity to about 7 to 8 tons and reduce the cost of production to to say 5 to 6 pesos per kilo then or even 10 pesos up to that level including distribution then you can you can you can have it but inflation we do not know we can I, uh, yeah. consider how inflation will play a role there no kasi sempre tataas pag tumaas din yung inputs so, ang akunyan is depends. It depends. It depends. Depende sa political will. Depende sa management system. Depende sa 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 calibration ng mga inputs and required market and financial system that we have to go with it. So yun po ay yun yung mga factors na kailangang iconsider. Pero yung sabi nyo ba, sabi nyo kasi, kayang ibaba sa 20 pesos per kilo kung kaya. Pero ang tanong, kung nationwide ba kaya yan? Kasi yun naman talaga expectation dito. Kasi pwede mo naman talaga ipilit sa kadiwa stores na 20 pesos per kilo yan. Eh. Pero limited naman yun, eh, di ba? So, yes. Oh, okay. Sige. Yung nga galing nga to doon sa SRI, yung, yung tinatawag yung mga kaibigan ko kasi sa, sa, to sa uh, ano yun, yung uh, systematic, ano uh, yun, uh, rice intensification, yung kan no program nila SRI sustainable rice intensification program doon ang galing eh so kaibigan ko yung mga grupo ron eh sabi ko baka naman ako nagpapalugi kayo hindi sabi niya kasi we have increased our yield dramatically and we have really reduced we can really the profitability has really improved such that we can we can sell it at at 20 pero ko ako may subsidy at so we do not know but 
that is how they they brag it to me that they can do it using hybrid my friend if your hybrid can be brought can be brought to about 10 to 12 tons kakayanin but how big how many anong area involved the process of implementing it but technology wise it is feasible Okay, okay. Technology-wise, it is feasible. Pero nga, pwede yeah. na can do it nationwide. Yan ang problema. Kasi well, lalo yung isa na sabi yung subsidy, yeah. parang napaka-imposible naman to subsidize it. Diba? Just to bring yeah, down the price. Impossible. Sabi okay. mo man ng Presidente, hindi naman immediately. Sabi ng Presidente, we will, he will try to do it up to the end of his administration. Well, that's a tall order. He will be uh -huh. the greatest president of this country if he will be able to do that. Totoo yan, actually. Totoo yan. Okay. Ito yung last issue. Yung Kadiwa stores. Sabi ng Presidente, more than 7,000 Kadiwa stores nationwide. At marami rin na kinabang. I think 1.8 million Filipino families. Pero ano po ba tingin niya sa Kadiwa stores? Kasi ang comment ng Imagine, it sounds good, pero... I think the Kadiwa, the principle is okay. But whether you can sustain it, whether you can operate it in such a way that you can link supply and demand, na... In a, in a close. Kasi ganito yan eh. If you can make the farmers produce, for example, okay, meron kang basket of goods naman kayo mo, then link it up, uh, for example, with uh, yung, yung loan ni, uh, ni Pangilina, no? Yeah, you call it the, the, the sakipsaka, no? So that you can directly, the, the, the farmers to the cooperatives, the LGU can buy purchase directly, they can operate the, the store. Again, management system eh. It is still, you know, maganda sa maganda sa sa papel and maganda sa mga showcasing. Pero whether you can expand it sustainably is a big issue. So yun naman kung talagang may political will at magagawa natin. Ang issue kasi yan ganito eh. Ang issue yan is if you were able to directly link the producers linkage reducer scheme. Yan yung kadiwa eh. Producers linkage reducer plus scheme. Then, and putting this basket of goods and services, no? Don't miss more decentralize it because the problem of agriculture is also on the logistic side. We, our production areas are so wide and, and, the, and the demand sides are concentrated in urban and semi-urban areas. So, what you will do now is really decentralize this such that there will be yung, yung tinatawag natin the circular flow of, 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 of economy. No? Kasi nga akin, ang aking under the triple A ko, you are practically focusing this to develop a robust, inclusive, prosperous, and profitable national agriculture economy. So it's the national agriculture economy that's bringing us down. All the rest, the macroeconomic handling uh, is, do, is doing well. And normally, ang pagkahinan din na properly ang macroeconomic uh, prices, ano yan? Inflation, uh, yun ang wage rate, uh, exchange rate, interest rate, yun yung pormedyo rin. Lagi ng kawaawa, at the end of the day, it will be the farmers who will suffer. Kasi it will be pro-import because you can reduce it, so presumably, but it's the true that, mm -hmm. that importation, especially now that the supply of price is really, kita uh, mo yung nangyayari, The, what is happening now, preventing uh, export by India as well as by, by Vietnam. So that will, mm -hmm. that will be a big uh, issue on how we will respond to this. So, yung ate sinabi, uuwi na tayo sa mga probinsya, magtalin tayo na kumote, that is the solution.
The solution is to go back to our traditional farming system. The Baha'i Kubo farming system is the solution for, so that our people will not starve. So that our people will not, there will be chaos in the street because who lang rice. And yet we cannot import because we have our the exporting countries do not like to export. So, so it's about time na Mr. Marcos already uh, told his people to start planting kamote, all, all bananas, lahat na makakain natin, and assume that in World War II, nagano'ng mga tatay ko na sila ay, dyan lang sila nabuhay sila, including coconuts. So, yan ngayon ang kailangan natin gawin to decentralize the, 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 the this this agricultural development system in an area-based pattern and go back to be agriculture, but injecting the technological advancements that universities and, and science, science-based, science-based ang ating approach. Eh. So that's, there is science to it, but how about the implementation? Where do we get the seeds? Where do we get the, 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 the seedlings? Where do we get all this? Kind? There's nothing. We do not have that kind of thing. We do not even have a coconut to be planted. How can you have revived the coconut industry? You need millions, not hundreds of millions of coconut to 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 replant our coconut. And how do you do that? You're, mm. you're not challenges, but this is really a complicated thing. But that can it can be simplified through that kind of formula, three four A and a dynamic uh, management system with digitalization because digitalization now will be the technology we must make so okay. agriculture get agriculture moving yeah okay napakalinaw ng paliwanag Maray ni Mr. Uh, uh, hindi, wala na tayong oras eh pero invite ko kayo ulit pag better wala, na internet wala, wala. natin no? may mga parts na puputol eh pero hindi para hindi naman magkaroon information overload yung ating mga tagapanood yeah, yeah. tagapakita pero napakaganda Uh, next time ano pas pag-usapan pa po natin in greater detail no isa sa mga gusto ko pag-usapan personally yung ano yung coconut industry okay so yes. isa yan sa mga pag-uusapan natin okay uh, in the meantime maraming maraming salamat po Mr. Pablito Villegas for joining us tonight uh, we appreciate it and uh, tuwan-tuwa po yung ating mga uh, viewers and listeners dito sa mga sinabi niyo dahil napakalinaw po maraming salamat sir thank you po Ako din, maraming maraming salamat din. But so I really, I really love your, uh, I, I really find time to listen to you because makahulugan, makabuluhan, makatao, makabayan, baka makadyos yung mga pinag-uusapan dito sa programa mo eh. At the same time, let, let, let us have one another. Let's make this country an, an agriculturally rich, agriculturally self-reliant, and a vibrant national agricultural economy is the key to progress of our nation. Thank you. Okay. Maraming maraming salamat po salamat, si Mr. Salamat. Pablito. All the best. All the best. Thank you po. Thank you, sir. Yan, si Mr. Pablito Villegas, uh, nakasama po natin. No? Maraming salamat sa kanya. Alam ko, tuwan-tuwa kayo dahil uh, talaga maalam po sa topic yung ating nakausap. No? Yan naman po yung sinisikap natin dito. Dahil again, la- la- tulad ng laigo sinasabi, Uh, each program should be a learning experience for all of us. Educational, no? Kaya kumukuha tayo ng mga talagang matitinik doon sa iba't ibang mga larangan. So, ito, agriculture. So, I think, um, again, tulad ng sinasabi ko lagi, hindi to sexy topic for a lot of people, pero this is something that we have to talk about. No? Hindi pwedeng puro kung ano lang yung mukhang viral, ano yung mga topics na siguro mas marami manunood, no? 
again sa media kasi it's all about providing uh, providing the viewers the audiences uh, not just what they want but also what they need okay so ito this is a, a learning experience for all of us and uh, again maraming maraming salamat dun po sa ating uh, panauhin si Mr. Pablito Villegas sayang hindi lang ganun kalakas yung kanyang internet no pero uh, we appreciate uh, his um, acceptance of our invitation okay so ano kumusta ba kayo mga nag-aaway-away na naman kanina. <laughs> okay. Uh, pinapag-guest ni J.M. Domingo, si former uh, Agriculture Secretary Manny Pinyol. Okay, pwede. Walang problema. Oh, may contact naman tayo sa kanya. No? Pero nga, sikapin natin na mas unawain po yung issue. And again, I appreciate all of you no? dahil nga very complicated yung topic pero talagang nakikinig po tayo. No? Maraming maraming salamat sa inyo. Si Science and Facts, uh, kung sino ka man. No? Ano bang pangalan mo? Science and Facts. Uh, ano ba middle name mo? Yung end? <laughs> okay. Ano nangyari kay Oscar? I puking right now. Ano nangyari sa'yo? Nasusuka ka ba? Ano nangyari sa'yo? <laughs> okay. O sige. Maraming salamat. Magre-record pa ako ng isang podcast ngayon eh. No? Tungkol naman sa Bangsamoro. Okay, complicated topic yun eh. Mapapanood nyo yun siguro by next week. Okay, next week pa. Yan. Okay. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyo and thank you for joining us tonight dito po sa Facts First. Kita-kita po tayo dito tomorrow, Friday, end of the work week. So, meron po tayong mga inilalatag na issues naman po para bukas. Again, maraming maraming salamat po sa inyo lahat. Ako po si Christian Esguera. <music>